Percy, why is it so often that tragedy or maybe challenges in one's life motivates individuals to channel that challenge into meaningful ways to assist others who are going through a similar situation? Well, you know, I think there are many reasons uh, for this reaction, Wayne, but one may simply be a coping mechanism, you know, for people to help them buffet the sting of the negativity of that experience. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I truly believe that the human spirit was created by God to ultimately serve his brother or his sister's humanity from a place of their own humanity that has been touched by hardship or difficulty. You know, I think about uh, uh, the organization that was started by mothers of drunk drivers that that killed, you know, as a result of that hurt, that disappointment, that sting, then they rallied around saying, we're going to do something about this to serve others and hopefully overt those type of scenarios I think that this is a worthy conversation that we should talk a little bit more about today. Let's do that. And we will. We'll hear from a man who calls himself a cancer slayer. And oh boy, this should be good. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute designated comprehensive cancer center. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. And welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd, along with Percy McRae. Reverend McRae is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. And we're very happy to be with you with this week's podcast. Percy, we're calling this, I Turn My Cancer Into My Purpose. So let's, let's get into this today. Yeah, this is a, this, first of all, this is a dear friend of mine. I've known him for well over 20 years, and I knew him before he actually became a cancer patient, ironically. And he's also a returning uh, guest to HHI. We've talked to him, but it's been quite a while, about three years ago. Mm-hmm. But he feels very inclined around the position that at the end of the day, that because of his sufferings and his challenges of being a cancer patient, that he felt like he needed to turn that into a purpose and a calling that really changed the whole dynamic of now I'm going to serve others in a manner in which I could have been served or maybe I wished I had been served or maybe I was on some level served that I now want to pay this forward. And he's going to talk about that as a driving and motivating factor for him as a now post-cancer patient. He's not content to just sit idly by and do nothing, is he? We're going to meet Robbie Robinson on the program here today in just a few minutes. But again, thanks for joining us and thanks for subscribing to this podcast. We know some of you may be new to this podcast and we welcome you, of course, and hope that you'll help us spread the word about health, hope, and inspiration. One thing we do each week is we like to interact with listeners, Percy. We like to ask questions and we pose a question each week. And uh, as we start here today, here's the question this week. Have you ever experienced a negative challenge in your life that fueled a desire in you to reach out to help others going through a similar experience? So would you take a moment to answer the question? Go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on connect to uh, type in your response. We'd love to hear from you. And Percy, you always guarantee that these answers get read because you're, you're the one doing the reading, right? Absolutely. And as a result of that, we do have a response from a previous question that was asked on one of our shows. And that uh, question is, what was something you learned during your cancer journey? And we have a response uh, from your neck of the woods, uh, Wayne, from Aurora, Illinois. Yeah, right down the road here. Yeah, yeah. And this respondent said to us, I learned early in my cancer journey that I'm not in control, never was and never will be. (laughs) This was hard to get a grip of. 
when I chose to accept that I am on this journey for reasons bigger than I can imagine, those reasons ultimately are allowing me to walk in purpose. And we're going to talk about that today on the show. Yeah. I also learned that God does cause all things to work for my good. I'm living Romans 8, 28. How about that? <laughs> Great response. Thank you so much. Thanks to all of you who have responded recently to our question of the week. And again, you can do that by going to healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Connect. And while you're at the website, just go right ahead and download our free resource, our featured resource this week, How to Serve God When You Have Cancer. Mm. That's our topic that we'll be delving into the uh, the theme here with our guests in just a moment. So download the resource, How to Serve God When You Have Cancer. Percy, let's open God's Word and then we'll uh, get after our interview today. Well, our spiritual nugget for today is found in Colossians, the first chapter, verse 24 and 25. And it's going to speak very profoundly to the thought and the theme of today's conversation. Now, I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake and fill up on my part that which is lacking of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. Wherefore, I was made a minister. And of Mm -hmm. course, the word minister uh, simply means one who serves, a Mm -hmm. servant, serving others. And this is going to talk today about a school of thought. And let me say as a disclaimer, I know that there may be some who may hear this school of thought initially and may struggle with this based upon where you are now in your cancer journey. But this is certainly a school of thought of uh, the person that we'll speak to that he feels and felt very much like that his cancer created a purpose and a reason for him. And as a result, he turned around and said, I'm going to start serving others. Uh, And he said that he's going to be happy about it and rejoice in it. And so uh, with that being said today, now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake and fill up on my part uh, by which that which I was called to be a minister or made a minister, one to serve. All right. Excellent. Well, stay tuned for that interview in a moment. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and then click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America with City of Hope or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-4673. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Here's Percy. Well, hey, hey, hey. With me today is an old friend of mine, and you've heard from him on the show before. As a matter of fact, uh, he was with us about three years ago, uh, and he helped to help us understand some of the things that he was doing as a a former cancer patient. Uh, His name is Robbie Robinson, and he is celebrating his 20th year anniversary of being diagnosed with stage two non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and we want to celebrate that. That is exciting. Welcome back to the show, Robbie. How you doing, my friend? I am doing fantastic. Uh, I'm so happy I make myself sick sometimes. That's how good I'm doing. So, <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a good thing, man. And yes, it is. What does it feel like to be able to say you're a 20-year cancer survivor? 
Oh, it feels fantastic. I mean, uh, I, I'm fully aware that I'm living on time that so many of us who fought so hard, not that I didn't fight hard, but fought so hard to have time and didn't get that time. And I've been given time. So I'm fully aware that I'm living on time that so many who fought so hard didn't get. And I had a choice of either foolishly spending this time on myself or investing in other people to make it mean something. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do. And we're going to talk about that because uh, I know you well and I know you personally. And uh, I shared uh, in the show that we did three years ago how we met and, and how we became friends. And then you ended up treating at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, where I was working at the time there in Zion. And from there, you know, once you got past, you know, your your treatment and care, you began to just invest in time with, with current cancer patients. But my question that I want to ask of you, first of all, is how is your current health today, 20 years later? Uh, my health is pretty good. Um, I had a, you know, I had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. I do my yearly checkups. I'm a very big advocate. I'm making sure that um, people do their follow-ups. If they don't are not fighting cancer, that they're out there getting their pre-screenings done, the, the colonoscopies, the mammograms, the pap smears, the prostate checkups. Uh, those are vitally important to staying alive. Yeah, yeah. And I, so my health is pretty good. Well, good. Uh, i got to lose this uh, so many pounds to <laughs> climb that mountain, but I'm, I'm working on it. So. All right. <laughs> and knowing you as well as I do, I know that you'll do that. Uh, <laughs> as mentioned, uh, we did a show three years ago, and it was entitled I'm Not Done Yet. Uh, and that was show 145. Yes. For those of you who want to go back and archive that show, I encourage you to do so. Uh, that was uh, show 145, and the title of it is I'm Not Done Yet. But we talked about yep. a lot of things uh, during that show. And one of the things that came out of the fact of that is that, you know, you've been supporting and encouraging cancer patients for a really long time, you know, through the Cancer Fighter uh, program there at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, as well as hosting your own radio show. And my question to you is, why do you and did you feel that it was important to give back to the cancer community? What motivated you to continue to support cancer patients? Sure. Well, the, the main reason that I like to help others through this is if we help other people through this fight, at the very least, it gives purpose and value to the suffering that we had to go through ourselves. Mm. It stinks that we all have to suffer like this. But if I can help somebody else because of that suffering, at the very least, that suffering now has person has uh, purpose and value to it. Yeah, that and that, that's, a, that's, a, that's something that's very strong to people that, that I, I want them to realize, that by helping others... That makes what we had to go through have value to it now. And, and I love your sentiment there because, again, and I've often shared on this platform and with so many cancer patients is don't waste your cancer experience on just getting well, but figure out a way to give yeah. back, figure out a way and get motivated uh, to reach back into the cancer community. And you have done that uh, in, in, yeah. in, a, in abundance. Let's talk a little bit about. Uh, the cancer fighter program that you are so actively involved mm -hmm. in. As a matter of fact, you're you're on site at Cancer Treatment Centers of America as we record, uh, working today with yep. the cancer fighters. Tell us a little bit, or the audience, a little bit about the cancer fighter program and what do you do through it? Sure, uh, Cancer Fighters is an organization here at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America that was started by patients to give access and as a community to help each other. Through this, it's grown to be forty thousand something strong throughout the country, and it's it, and uh, we tell people it's there's no requirement to join cancer fighters. You don't have to have cancer to be a cancer fighter. If somebody I love or know has cancer, I'm a cancer fighter because I would do anything I could for that person. 
So the cancer fighter program is open to patients as well as the caregivers and the family members. Um, you know, it's a family disease. It's not a one person disease. Correct. So cancer fighters has allowed me to come back. So, so what cancer fighters does is it allows us as former patients or, 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 uh, active patients and caregivers to come back and help others if we want to. Uh, if I want to do something back home, uh, join a walk or have a fundraising event, cancer, fa- uh, cancer fighters will help us do that with, you know, different things that tools that we need to do that with. So I was drawn to it um, for the opportunity to help somebody else. Yeah. Uh, Twenty years out, for me to be able to come up here and go, can I get you a blanket? Can I get you water? Just just to help them through that day a little bit really has a lot to do still with my healing 20 years out. Um, if I can help somebody, like I said, it gives purpose and value to what we had to go through. I always uh, respect it when somebody says, you know what, I've been through this. I beat it. It's behind me. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. And I respect that. But when they think of it, they're only going to think of their own pain and suffering because that's where they left it. Yeah. And I found that if I turn around and help somebody else through this over the last 20 years, I don't think about the pain and suffering that I went through or what I deal with now. I think about all those people that I've been able to have a positive impact on in one humbling small way, whether it's just get you a blanket or sitting. You know, when I come up here, I've got to be willing to sit here and laugh with somebody, cry with somebody counsel with somebody, listen. Yeah. Uh, and so it gives me the opportunity to, to come up here and be a better cancer fighter and help as many people as I can. And, and with that, and I, I love it, and you're exactly right, because, again, if you only just leave that from the experience of, of what happened to you, you tend to kind of ruminate on that, and you, 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 don't, you don't think outside of yourself, and you, and you kind of stay in that place. This allows you to kind of transfer, again, energy and hopefulness and inspiration to others. Uh, and I guess the question that I was going to ask is, uh, you, I also know a little bit about the program, obviously, is that you also yes. are willing to be available to talk to people via the telephone, via phone calls. Let's talk a little bit about how that works. Yeah. Sure. That's called the Cancer Fighter Care Net Program, CFCN. So if somebody calls the hospital and says, hey, I'm thinking of coming up there, um, you know, let's make an appointment or uh, give me some information. And then the person that they're talking to say, would you like to speak to somebody that's been there that has that hopefully has a cancer similar to what you're dealing with? Uh-huh. And then they will send us, if that person agrees, the hospital will send us the information to that person to contact them. We contact them. And then we just answer questions uh, either about the cancer, about treatment, about after effects, uh, about the hospital. Yeah. Whatever can help them ease into this and uh, hopefully give them, you know, some. It's scary when somebody's told you you've got cancer. How many of us sat down and said, if I ever get cancer, this is what I'm going to do? Yeah. Very few of us. Correct. Correct. So all of a sudden you're told you've got cancer. I've got to, I got to do what? I got to go where? And you start this learning process, and uh, to have somebody that's been through it, maybe uh, who's gone down that road, maybe not in the same vehicle that you're in, but has been down this road, can help me get through this. So that's what I try to do is take those 20 years of experience and help somebody else through this path, um, find out exactly how endurable and strong they really are. They may not realize it yet. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a lot stronger than they think they are. That's for sure. Yes. And what I love about yes. this is that, you know, there's nothing like, and again, now that I'm in the club, I often tell people, you know, i now been there, done that, and got the T-shirt. There's nothing like talking to someone else who's also 
uh, had either a similar experience or can at least sit and say, uh, to a certain extent, I know how it how you feel uh, because I remember the day when I was told that I had cancer, and here's what I worked through, and here's how I processed. There, I, I don't think that there's a yeah. stronger uh, advocacy than being able to have someone that can tell another person that, hey, I've been where you are heading and where you're going, and yep. uh, and and that sounds exactly like what you're doing and and what you have done with this program. Uh, and I salute you, yeah. and I thank you for your energy. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I do want to <laughs> highlight very quickly, and I know that it has been uh, a, a newer passion of yours, along with doing the work with the Cancer Fighter uh, Group, and I think it's important also to note that if I'm if I'm not uh, mistaken, that you do not have to be a patient at CTCA in order to be a part of the Cancer Fighter Group. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, we have a few minutes left, and I just want you to kind of give us a little update with regard to because you have your own radio show. Uh, and by the way, I have yet to be I have yet to be invited to your radio show. So just hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> well, I'm officially in, I'm officially <laughs> inviting you today. <laughs> yeah, but but the the title of that show is not done yet, and I know that you know you've had a few things that you've had to work through over the last three years. But you've you've done over a hundred yeah. shows that you have uh, spoken to uh, individuals. You've had people guest on the show to talk about their experience or their impact on the cancer community. Uh, tell the audience a little bit about your radio show, Not Done Yet. Okay, so we called it Not Done Yet, and where cancer slayers gather to sharpen their edge. That's kind of like our hang tag. Wow. We get inspired from, from cancer fighters and from Cancer Treatment Centers of America to take this this hope and this knowledge and this love outside of these doors into the community where it's needed just as well. Yeah. And so we got to realizing there's a lot of people that would love to be out with people, but maybe they're just too sick and tired from either the treatment or the disease that they can't get out of the house. Well, right. with a podcast, we can go to their home. Yeah. We can go to them. And we wanted to, our goal it was to highlight as many positive stories as we can to get the fear out of that word cancer. Yep. If we can get the fear out of the word cancer, people will be more apt to get their uh, exams done, yeah. their pre-screenings done. They yeah. won't be afraid. The only reason people don't, I'm afraid of what I'm going to find out. Yep, yep, you're right. Well, you're... if you're not afraid of what you're going to find out, you're going to go get those tests done. Yeah. So we try to highlight patients and families that were that lived through it or maybe doing something a little different in their life, a little bit more positive, medical professionals that had something to say about something new maybe, uh, nonprofits, what they're doing to, to help awareness, and so the goal was just to keep sharing those stories. We wanted to sound aggressive with it. Yeah. And I got to thinking, this thing's kind of like a dragon sometimes. And so if we kill that dragon, we slayed that dragon, we're cancer slayers. Yep. I love it. I love so it. So we call ourselves cancer slayers. Yeah, it's a little bit more aggressive sounding than cancer fighters, but we wanted it to be that way. And uh, it's just been a fantastic journey. I tell you, I knew nothing about doing stuff like that before we started. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of winged it at first. <laughs> and uh, got to got to be fairly good. You know, the more time you spend interviewing with people and talking with the people, the, the better you learn to be a good listener. Yeah, to and, what those people have to say. And, I, and uh, you're and that's you're right. What we do. Yeah, I've I've obviously listened to the show, and it is it is fantastic. How can people access uh, either previous shows sure. or any of the future shows that you'll be doing? Give people access to how they can get to the show. Uh, yeah, the easiest way is just go on Facebook and go to. Um, not done yet. Our page, not done yet. And you can see all the past shows. We've got several more lined up coming up. I took a little bit of a hiatus over the last four months or so. Yep. But I keep having people contacting me 
wanting to share their story. Yeah. Or they'll see me wearing my Cancer Slayer T-shirt. Right. And they want to know about it. And then they want, you know, and so we're in the process now of starting back up with uh, new shows. We'll probably do a couple of months to start with. Um, but, yeah, it's just another great way to, another tool to reach out to those people who just, you know, I want to hear something similar to what I'm going through, so I know I'm not the only one doing this. Absolutely. Well, for the, you know, so it's just one more way way to help people get through this thing. Yeah. Well, for those that are listening, if you want to access that again, I recommend that you do. I endorse this highly. I know this man personally, and uh, he has lots to say. And again, the more conversation and the more stories that we can get to talk about cancer, that we can open up this conversation, please go to Facebook and look for Not Done Yet. And if you are interested, if you think that you have a compelling cancer story to share as a healthcare professional uh, or as a cancer patient or as a uh, caregiver, please reach out to Robbie Robinson via uh, that Facebook, and, uh, and I'm sure that he'll get back with you. And you can leave me an email there. I'll get back with you. Uh, if you want to share, your, somebody wants to share their story, we're more than happy to do that. So, And I'll make sure to put that in our show notes so that people can read that as well, Robbie. Well, with that being okay. said, my friend, I thank you for taking time uh, to come back. I know that you are a busy guy. And I was thinking while we were talking, roughly, do you have a general idea of how many people at this point now in 20 years, uh, again, celebrating 20 years survivorship, woohoo, okay. that, that you think that you may have touched with your advocacy and, and reaching out and supporting cancer patients you have any idea what you think you're yeah well we had several thousand on the um not done yet page that that we know we've uh had an impact on our listeners and yeah. people that follow us and things like that yep uh and er- every everywhere i go i strike up a conversation with somebody because you never know what that person's going through or somebody in their family is dealing with you're exa- you're exactly somehow right. Somehow can always inevitably get yeah you know and just get to talking to somebody and uh, a lot of times if I can, I'll kind of direct that conversation. So is have you ever had anybody in the family have cancer? Yeah, yeah. I'm just simply I just simply ask them. Yep. And I love it when they say no, no. I've never we've never had anybody have cancer. I love hearing that. I don't hear that as much as I'd love to. Sure. Uh, but almost assuredly, you find out that oh yes, my mom, my sister, my brother, my loved one, my husband, my wife. Well, dealing it, with it now. Yeah, it's 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 a rare few people in this day and age that that are not impacted directly or indirectly uh, from cancer. That's for sure. Well, listen, yes. my friend, yes. I, f- I do want to say real. Yeah, go ahead. I do want to say real quickly that the death rate is going down. People see seems like we're hearing more about more people having cancer it's because we have such quick access to the information right. nowadays. That's correct. That we hear about it more often, yep. but the actual death rate has been going down since 2017. Yep, you're exactly right. Uh, so and that's I, a good thing. Yep, and I, I report that on this show on a regular basis, and thank you for reminding us, my friend. Well, yeah. with that, I want you to know, man, that I love you so much, and it was good seeing you when I when I was there back at uh, CTCA in okay. Zion. And I want to encourage you to continue yeah. to keep up the good work, and I know you still got a couple of big goals yet that you haven't achieved, and so uh, I know you're working <laughs> toward those goals. But in the meantime, my friend, yep. remember that you've got, uh, you got a friend here. I love you, praying for you. You and thank you uh, for all of the work that you do today. You have heard uh, from my friend who is now celebrating his 20th year of survivorship of cancer. Yes. And we celebrate with you and we thank God for his grace upon your life. This is my friend Robbie Robinson. And until the next time, this is Reverend Percy McCray on health, hope and inspiration.com. Keep fighting. 
All right. Thanks to both Percy and Robbie for that conversation here today. Percy will rejoin me in the studio here in just a moment. If you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. Reach out for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers, and they treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number is 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712, and then the word H-O-P-E, HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, the inspiration today, Percy, came from our guest, Robbie. And there's a guy, again, he's not, you know, he's a cancer survivor. He said three times, and yet he's out and all about serving other people. Yeah, in fact, the day that we recorded, uh, this is how committed he is. He was actually out at the Cancer Treatment Center of America Hospital in uh, Chicago. Uh, He's there about three or four days a week supporting cancer patients while they're there treating uh, he does karaoke. He sits down and does puzzles with people. Oh, I mean, wow. it, it, it's, it's he truly is an amazing cancer fighter. And, you know, he feels very inclined and motivated around the fact that he said that, you know, my cancer, you know, turned into a purpose for me in life after I got beyond. And on the other side of that, he has uh, goals he wants to climb. Uh, I think uh, Mount Everest, uh, he, he's doing marathons. And of course, he has started his own radio show, Not Done It Yet. And and all it's driven around the idea of the fact that he feels that that he was blessed and fortunate enough to survive, uh, that he now owes others, the cancer community, to go back and to serve them, encourage them, and allow them to see and listen to someone who has survived three battles of cancer. Wow. I mean, have you ever met a more dramatic example of someone who is just turning their pain and their struggle into something profitable for other people? Well, I've met a lot of people similar to him, but certainly not as uh, enthusiastic and eager as he is. And at the end of the day, Robbie is just... Uh, You cannot get in his presence and not feel that energy of positivity, as he stated uh, in our opening segment that, you know, that, you know, he's so happy he makes himself sick at the end of the day. Well, we don't want him to make himself sick, but we're we're very (laughs) glad that he's happy. (laughs) Yeah, but and and his 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 enthusiasm for life and and rejoicing in life is very uh, contagious. And he is out there. Uh, hugging uh, people and cancer patients, their caregivers, and he's in the trenches uh, every day uh, in an environment that he knows very well. And so with that being said, it it just speaks to, again, the dynamic of the human spirit, as I said earlier today, that I believe uh, created by God, there's a dynamic in us that when we survive something and go through something, we want to see other people do that as well, and we want to help them get to that place and that point. And he is doing more than his fair share, more yeah. than his fair share. A lot of lessons we learned from our guest here today. But, you know, people have different personalities, different makeups. And maybe this isn't quite the, you know, the outward sign that some people have. But still, there are things that each and every one of us can do. Absolutely. And I'll say again, as a caveat and as a disclaimer, 
because I want to be sensitive and cognizant to our audience. There may be someone right now, Wayne, that's listening to this who's in the very beginning or in the middle of their cancer journey. And they qu- they can't quite wrap their head around wanting to serve other cancer patients or feel like rejoicing in their suffering. And we want to say that we understand that and we want to respect that position, no question about it. And if today you are not of that mindset, that's quite all right. You're battling, you're yeah. fighting, you're working through that process, and we understand that. But we do want to say that potentially that at another point and at another time, you may very well feel inclined and empowered to say, listen, this is what I've done, and now I want to see if I can encourage and empower others to potentially do the same. And if nothing else, let other cancer patients know uh, that there are those out here who love you, who care about them, uh, and who are supportive of them. But you may not be there today, and we understand that, and that's quite all right. That's well said. And and maybe uh, we can say at least pray about this, and uh, ask God, you know, for what you're going through in your cancer journey, if there isn't some way that it can be used for his glory, whether it's to reach out to other people, your family, your friends, just to encourage someone, uh, maybe just your your testimony of your faith uh, going through what you're going through is, is enough, you think? And that's the reason why the resource that we offered, you know, again, the free resource of how to serve God when you have cancer. I wrote that resource for that very per- point, uh, Wayne, is that. Uh, to give people some things to consider, even if it's not uh, in your wheelhouse at the yeah, moment. Sure. At some other point and some other time, you may be able to circle back and say, hey, here's what I can do and here's how I can possibly do or say some things right. while in the midst of a cancer journey and certainly when you have finished and completed a cancer journey to still glorify and honor God. And let me say this, I was doing some reading uh, not too long ago and I came across, I think it was a blog, and it was it was a group of people who were very angry, uh, Wayne, who uh, you know of cancer patients. I mm. mean, they were mad. Mm. And and at the at the moment, and I want to acknowledge this potential feeling today or emotion that you know they could not reconcile or wrap their head around uh, why God would allow them to have cancer, and and they were angry. And you know, I'm not sure if I can continue to believe God or trust God. And the point that I'm simply making. We understand here at HHI, and I certainly do after 27 years, that there are a full range of emotions of highs and lows that that, that most cancer patients experience. And where you are today may not be mentally or emotionally where you will be later, Mm -hmm. but there is still uh, the potentiality that at some point you will be able to see and, and potentially wrap your arms around some type of mission-driven element as a result of what you have experienced that will be a blessing to others. But if you're not there today, don't feel guilty. Uh, God is not angry at you, and certainly Wayne and Reverend McCray is not. We're here to encourage you to work one day at a time and take it one step at a time. Yeah, and there may be someone listening who can be that encouragement in someone's life uh, who is struggling. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can be the one to kind of help give them some perspective and maybe shine a light of faith in their direction. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. We're, you know, and you've said it many times here, we're here to be a bridge to to help bridge people over and into other places. One of the things that Robbie is very driven around, he's also part of a group called Cancer Fighters. Uh, He calls himself a cancer slayer. Uh, And again, part of all of that activity is to uh, help support those 
who at the moment may not feel very strong, very hopeful. Or, uh, and so they need someone to come lift them up. So if, if that's you today, then we're here to lift you and we're here to breathe life into you of the fact that potentially tomorrow can be a better day. But today may be a tough day and a difficult day, and that's all right. Yep. And uh, with the grace of God, you'll be able to work through this. And uh, and we're standing with you every step of the way, good and bad, highs and lows. Yeah. Well, Robbie, you may be listening. I want to thank you personally for uh, your conversation with Percy and the help that you've been to all of us who are listening here mm-hmm. today. So thank you, brother. Um, we have a question that we posed earlier for listeners, and it fits right in with what we've been talking about or what you talked about with Robbie. Have you ever experienced a negative challenge in your life that fueled a desire in you to reach out to help others going through a similar experience? Would you yeah. take a few moments, think that over, and then maybe give a response at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Connect. That'll give you a drop down box there that you can type in your response and please know that we will read the, your response and they help us shape future discussions here on the podcast so thanks for taking time to do that and then yeah. you mentioned earlier the resource how to serve god when you have cancer uh, these resources there is no charge there's no obligation you, you know you're not, you're not uh, giving away your life to sign up for this free resource <laughs> uh, you're, you're simply uh, downloading it uh, printing it out of your own uh, uh, you know however, however many copies you want and yeah. putting it to work that's what what it's there for, Percy. Yeah, I sat down the other day, Wayne, and did some inventory of of the of the resources. We have over fifty five free online downloadable resources cool. that you can access, and it covers topics across the spectrum of the mental, emotional, physical. Uh, spiritual dynamics of being a cancer patient, and they are all free hmm. of charge. All right. Healthhopeandinspiration.com. Four words, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and that'll get you to those resources. Let's circle back on the scripture, which means so much more now that it's in the context of the conversation you had with Robbie. Yes, sir. Colossians. And as we close, we want to close strong. Colossians 1, verses 24 through 25 says, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. And that's exactly what uh, Robbie told us. And fill up on my part that which is lacking of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. Verse 25, whereof I was made a minister. Today I want and we want to encourage you to be reminded of the fact that you may be going through a difficult time And uh, weeping may endure for a night, but Mm -hmm. joy potentially can come in the morning. And when that does happen, you will be able to potentially rejoice. Maybe not today and maybe not next week, but at some point in time around the sufferings that you've gone through for the sake of others that God may make you a minister, not necessarily a pastor of a church, but someone who can potentially serve others who are going through what you have experienced. And so therefore... Be encouraged today and not waste your experience of cancer to just get well. But what else can God use you to do on the benefit and the behalf of others? Great challenge to us all. Thank you. Around here, he's known as Pastor P. That's Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. And I'm Wayne Shepherd. Brother, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Well, as my friend said, we're out here slaying cancer and we're looking for dragons everywhere. (laughs) and We're declaring that the best is yet to come. But remember, we still have work to do. So keep chopping the wood. God bless. Thank you for listening to Health, Hope and Inspiration. 
Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific need. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.